Welcome to the ASAP Weekly Rocket League Podcast, a show hosted by LeZero, the man of a thousand rants, and Wabbit, the fan favorite. This show details the latest news in the Rocket League scene, esports results, and tips and tricks on how to get better at the game, while sometimes they'll just take a random topic and see where it takes them. Thank you all for listening, and enjoy. It's I'm excited. So just to reference the last thing that we mentioned, or second last thing that we mentioned in the pre-show, because that's what we do here. Um, kissing your homies, perfectly fine. Please do. That, that's not a problem. No context. Kissing between friends is fine. <laughs> and if one girl so, says no, uh, you know, you can ask. Consensual kissing girl. between friends. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, uh, hello, welcome back to <laughs> broccoli podcast um that's brought to you by by the patrons who get to hear that uh-huh. jumble of uh of a thing i i think a lies her i don't know if wabs her what i said but i i i'll uh i'll keep that i'll keep that uh for anyone who caught it um anyway uh yes yes let's thank our patrons that's a good start um in zodiac too much space chaos maker space bear frank flux awesomeness caleb raz digital toes paint uh your boy hunty and young slug all of you are awesome um yeah we're here we got rock league i mean you know i i understand there's there's some heated discussion in the pre-show but i i think there's some heated discussion that can actually start our podcast off our discord has been ablaze yes um and it, you know I think uh, childish Gambianomium um, from Community, uh, where where you walk and everything's on fire. No, uh, we've there's been a lot of points said about like the casual queue system um, mm-hmm. and kind of a lot of different thoughts. What what I'm hoping to do is kind of maybe maybe we can articulate like some of what like we think like us on the on the panel here uh, think like the way it should you know we should implement it. But I think beyond that, like just throwing all the ideas that were kind of mentioned in the Discord. Uh, might be really cool just for our listeners to be able to hear kind of when we think of casual queue. Before that, I didn't welcome either of you uh, just because Wab said he had a quote at the beginning of the show. So uh, welcome, Wabs. Welcome, Elias. How's it going, guys? It's going pretty good. How are you doing, Lazero? Tell me that. Um, I'm can... also doing well, but I... Yeah, I was going to say, Wabs. Let's throw it to you back. It's real fast. It's fine. Um, <laughs> Elias, how are you doing? Then I'll, then I'll answer that, that deep philosophical Never answered. question. Never answered. <laughs> if you want to know how I'm doing, uh, listen to pre-show. It's all about you know. <laughs> I, I'm keeping keeping the Patreon fresh. I'm doing uh, pretty well. Um, hanging out, living the life. Uh, played a basketball game yesterday. Scored a buzzer hey, beater at the end. It was fun. Nice. Physical activity. Nice. Do do that. It's good. Yeah, I got I got some <laughs> soccer starting a little bit, so I'm I'm pretty excited for that too. Um, I was gonna say real quick. I feel like now we have like a continual. Uh, what's the word um cast of characters on our show and i kind of like it kind of <laughs> it's kind of fresh freshens things out up. um okay all right, let's get into this discussion um two things b- before oh okay first off you didn't actually say the patrons you just thank them generally <laughs> what did i say the patrons i thank them i think right what, what uh, you, you said it generally okay okay um, i said all the patron names i what more do you huh? want did, did you, you say that no Wow, wow, this man has totally not been violence. listening. What? I went, oh, wait, you just, I remember the hour in here. Oh, oh my god. I, I don't know how I forgot this. That is entirely my bad. 
going to my second point. Fish, <laughs> I am a goldfish. Oh going to my, my second point, though. The zero is also a goldfish and didn't still didn't respond to my how were you. <laughs> uh, I'm doing great, actually. I mean, I'm doing really, really well. Um, yeah, life is good. You know, things be moving. Um, I got I got an A plus in, in the university <gasps> course that I'm doing so far. Nice. Uh, I still know how to write, so that's great. Um, <laughs> I yeah, Tales of Arise is great. This is pre-show content, which there I didn't go. do in okay. the pre-show. Uh, Tales of Arise, I, I got, and it's a great game. Um, but. I mean, okay, I'm not going to divulge. Okay, no, we don't casual have to things. This is the thing yes. we're going to argue about. Uh, casual hue. Um, one of the ideas I floated, and I think this would be a cool one, not necessarily because I think this has to be the exclusive one, but um, I I would think it'd be great if there's some kind of casual queue that would drop you in. And then once you mm-hmm. find a game, uh, you would then get sent to the ranked game or something, right? If you're, if you're queuing up competitive. Uh, something like what they have in Overwatch, where it's just like, oh, you can play like a free-for-all or something, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying this as like some kind of like, oh, this this is what casual queue should become or whatever. I just think this is a cool idea that if someone doesn't want to just be in free play, um, especially, especially, I think, for pros, right? Um, or like people who have to wait like 10 minutes sometimes mm-hmm. uh, just for a queue to change actually being able to play like a casual queue while you're waiting uh i think that might be pretty cool but yeah. uh yeah what are your thoughts on that i loved the uh the idea that was thrown out in the discord of a like just the pickup game um style of casual queue that you just mentioned there where you can just drop in you're in the game honestly the game doesn't even have to have a timer it could just be like goals don't matter it's uh on or uh, goal reset, disable goal reset, so the ball just pops and people can do whatever they want. Um, that would, I would love. That would be so much fun just to have that. People It'd just be a sandbox in, in between queues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's exactly it. It's a sandbox with a bunch of people. It doesn't have to have even a casual MMR because then you have like the lower players who uh, are going to potentially run into somebody who's really good and just get flip reset on. And they're like, oh my God, this is actually kind of crazy because when do you see this? And then the um, people who are like higher up, mid GC, high GC uh, SSLs can just have the semblance of a defender, um, somebody that's just there. Maybe you run into like it's the wins. freestylers who want to clip on people. <laughs> exactly, the freestylers that want to clip on people. But this is more of choice from everybody where it's like no i don't necessarily have to hit the ball i'm kind of here for just mechanical warm-up maybe training demos maybe training whatever like my 50s trying to get on the ball whatever nobody cares whatsoever about what's actually happening because that's the explicit purpose of it um which is not the purpose of casual q why the whole discussion came up in the discord yeah i mean Um, okay the whole discussion came up in discord mostly because it came back to Eliza, I don't know how long ago, but it was like the freestylers complaining about it, right? About, yeah, like, that was kind MMR of what sparked it, I think. Yeah. Uh, Eliza, maybe... maybe uh, so that was, that was just like an idea, right? For me, it's it's one of those ideas that I think would be net positive, but I'm not like... What's the word? I don't think... It, I'm not like beholden to the idea that it's something that, that has to be implemented or it's like the mm-hmm. best version of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think another thing, and this may be where you can jump in here, Eliza that we can talk about is like currently we have it's almost like we have competitive and then like not competitive light i can't believe it's not competitive you know <laughs> like that's the kind of cues we have um i don't know lies where you want to jump in there and then we can further yeah discussion there. well i think it's interesting because it all kind of started off with like the drama that came out with freestylers which for anyone that didn't follow i don't want to go too far into it um but <laughs> 
long story short, uh, some freestylers got banned for playing in lobbies much below their MMR. We're talking something like GC2 in uh, comp Two. twos and then playing in like 200 MMR casual. Mm-hmm. So quite literally playing people that uh, have just started the game or like very close to that. Um, and it seems like the freestylers want to be able to clip uh, in a place that is not a private match and not free play but uh new players want to be able to play the game uh of rocket league that they downloaded and have set aside time to play so it's kind of a two two-way part i think it's interesting because there was the change uh, a couple seasons ago where they actually adjusted casual games to mm-hmm. give a matchmaking ban of i think it's five minutes at first if you leave the game within Without forfeiting, I suppose. And there's mm-hmm. a minute and a half window before forfeiting. Uh, mm-hmm. I know that was a change that had a lot of flack initially, and then it quieted down, and then that kind of picked up uh, since the drama. Um, personally, I think I'm one of few that actually was kind like, kind of liked the change, but I am a bit of a competitive sweat. So... Mm-hmm. We, it's hard for me yeah. to understand the mentality of very casual uh, of a very casual audience, I guess. When that casual change uh, happened, we did have a fair bit of discussion on that um, on the podcast. Like we we talked about that a fair bit. Um, and I think just going back to what my original thoughts are and what my current thoughts still are, um, I don't mind that they've changed it. I don't I do not think that it's a problem. I think that there are people, and I know that there are people who will never touch ranked because of the fear of ranked. Um, just the fact that they can see something, the fact that they can look at it, and uh, you know that people are going to be trying harder because it's ranked. Like, cool. Um, anxiety. Anxiety, yeah. Like, that is very much a thing. It's a very common thing. Like, a lot of people have it, um, especially people who are newer to a game or people who aren't necessarily trying to get better but are just trying to enjoy it um but they also still want something that's somewhat competitive they want something that is competitive but not a uh not with that anxiety of ranked and i think that it's honestly a good change it's something that's uh good for the for those people it's good for people who just want to vibe in a casual match for a little bit um but there was also a lot of other people who were like no i i liked that hop in hop out uh type of feel with it where the only time a game ends is if all all three people on the other team leave or all two people on the other team leave. Um, so I I do agree with you, Elias, that this change has been a good thing. At, at least I've enjoyed uh, this new casual thing because for the people who take casual much more seriously um, and you know with things like Bacchus Mod, uh, you can actually see the casual MMR that you have. And a, there's a lot of people that consider that to be a very serious thing. like something that they hold uh pretty pretty in pretty high standard uh, not as high MMR standard as the rank uh, exactly you know, like that that's a, a cursor yeah cursor says that a lot but there are also other people um who will look at their casual mmr and be like this is something that i hold hold pretty pretty high standard um not as high as you know having the gc tag but uh still in, as something it's like no it's really cool because i can sometimes face like gimmick um i can face some some pros like elias you actually faced was it gimmick in the past? 
Am I wrong I, about yeah, that? I've done gimmick. Run into Kevbird a couple of times, which was fun. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. actually insane. Yeah. Anyway, we can get it, to that. that it's a place that you can you can see that because you have that high MMR, because you're facing people who are SSLs, even though you might be a GC, because they don't take it as seriously, you might take it a little bit more seriously. There are like C1s that are in that rank. Uh, <laughs> it's just all over the place because that's the point. Um, it's not it's not something that everyone will take seriously. It's just something that people will generally enjoy. But I think oh. It's still I think it's casual. hard because yeah. different people kind of want different things in the game as well. Exactly. Like, I, for example, I was playing with a friend the other day, so I was playing on a Smurf account, and uh, it just felt bad. Like I can go up, like hit a flip reset, scored. Basically, you can put the ball in the net whenever you want. But like, for someone like me, it's really almost boring to not have to play that mind game and like try to figure, like read the play when you can just put it in. Mm-hmm. Um, I know one thing that I'd be worried about, um, or one thing that I guess I thought was cool. Like I like the, idea if you were to enter, put in some kind of, uh, no MMR system would be if you could have something that had like multiple balls. Like if you just had like everyone in the lobby and I don't know if like every people could have their own ball and you're like all in free play together, um, mm-hmm. hanging out. Or like, and you, one all of you have shared the, for a party or something. I was gonna say all of you have like the ability to. Uh, you don't. You know how like you can like move the ball on top of your car. So all of you have like uh, <laughs> one one of the things that like you get to control. <laughs> You're all just in free play, but you can sometimes annoy other people. <laughs> yeah, I think that would be open because like I like the way you guys were framing it earlier. But I guess my thought er- when you've initially talked about kind of the Overwatch style system is that. My my mind went instantly like okay, but in Rocket League there's one ball, whereas like Overwatch you've everyone's got their own character with all their abilities and their shots. It almost in my mind looked like something where too much. Okay, play. you're playing the game, but like you're you're in Overwatch, but only one person gets a gun at a time. So then like whoever <laughs> the GC is is going to have the gun, and like if you're not GC, like okay, you can do some wave dashes, but like you're not gonna get to do anything. It's one of those things where like the 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 silver gold player is like it's really cool for like one game, you know, <laughs> be like, oh, yeah. look how cool. They-. And then like by the second or third time you do it, you're like, I'm never going to hit the ball. <laughs> yeah, I like the yeah. uh, the addition of the extra plus with like that also fits really well with the disabled goal reset where they just pop in the middle. Like these these couple things would add add it so that people kind of can't take it seriously. Um, also like potentially just removing a scoreboard and having a certain time limit or something like that. Um, it would make it so that people couldn't take it seriously in a way. And it would just be like, Hey, I'm doing mechanical warm up. Uh, you could like type to the other people and be like, yo, try and go for flip resets. I want to learn how to defend them or air dribbles or whatever else. And if the other person can do it, they're, they're like, all right, bet that that's a lot of free space for me to have to hit the ball and do fun. Um, and I wanted to practice these. So who wants to practice defense? Who wants to right? That would it'd be, I, th- I think that would just be a really good um, addition. And as I'm saying this, this is not a replacement for the casual queue system with the MMR. And I think that's one of the biggest um, things that should be mentioned because um, when people are talking about like, or when, when it's, I guess, mentioned that people want to have this system of very casual game or something that's not as uh, serious or something that's like, I want casual queue to change. 
um, it's not just that it's that they keep the casual queue where it's a more serious MMR based. You, uh, it's a matchmaking system just without rank. You have your ranked that shows it. That is like your very serious one, but then you also have a system where it's just warm up. Um, and it literally the way it should be implemented is literally you click on casual right in from the menu and then it goes into like the options for casual and i yeah. think you could easily implement that it would still look very slick i know or, they like everything to look mm-hmm. slick um <laughs> one oh sorry yeah, you go you go, you go. Uh, one thing i think they could even do is like i've been playing a lot of league lately and like league calls it ranked and normal game and like mm-hmm. i think even just changing the nomenclature to ranked and normal would almost fix that where like the casual clue is like yeah that's just where you go to play and like at least in league like if you're playing at a let's say gold level and you rank go into a normal game and you see it there's like a diamond border on the other side like you're gonna be kind of mad like you just oh okay i just guess i don't really get to play this game um but like normal versus ranked because you still expect there to be an mmr system there but it's mm-hmm. the less stressful one. Yeah. Um, I think could even fix, could help with things. Yeah. And then you could have that additional casual thing for the actual casual mode if you wanted to add that. Yeah. That, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Uh, any any other things we want to mention from the casual queue uh, while we're on, on the topic here? One um, other thing. Oh, sorry. You can go first, no. Webs. Okay. Mine was a very quick one of the freestylers getting banned is still a good thing, by the way. Um, smurfing and casual is still smurfing and you're still ruining the game for a lot of players well it's like it's all the games that you lose that I mean if they're, they are going to have a queue it's just like everyone else is there and you're just kind of doing your thing you know you're just mm-hmm. leaving games Yeah. one thing if I was going to play devil's advocate for a split second mm-hmm. is that how dare you no. the <laughs> way that the entire drama started off was with like three or four freestylers just getting banned kind of out of the blue and That's I think fair. one thing there that kind of feels off is like, as the freestylers have mentioned, this is something that they've been doing for years. Mm-hmm. And it's really weird that Psyonix Epic would just come out and ban them out of the blue without giving some kind of warning first. Like, mm-hmm. I think it would have been like, if first they said just like plain out and simple, obviously it's in the terms of service, but just say like, hey, we notice you guys are doing this. Please stop or else we'll give you a ban. Then I think like all this drama could have been largely mm-hmm. avoided because they would have known it was coming as opposed to oh wow i'm banned today what what happened mm-hmm. yeah i think that's um, a fair point as an additional thing i don't know if you guys followed but they psionics also went one step further and uh actually raised the mmr of a bunch of the players so like yeah. one in particular i know was playing at 200 casual mmr and they upped him to like 1600 and then there's a bunch of posts on Twitter like, I can't play anymore. And it's just like them getting challenged by a plaid in the air. <laughs> uh, it was uh, a time. Yep, that was very funny. I, I honestly loved seeing that. It was because I said it last time I was on, which I think was two weeks ago when we were actually discussing it. I don't care. Like if you can't freestyle on people who can actually play up to the level you're playing at, then why are you freestyling? I get it's cool, but do it in training. Use your hunt, use your infinite boost. Use your whatever else and do something that's actually interesting um, instead of being like, oh, cool, I have 100 boost and I can't do what pros do. 
on top of I that, mean, the actual tournaments, like when they play in RLCS, whatever, like, so cool. the freestyling things, it's always no defender with a limited boost. So like, exactly. And, you know. Those are so much better because then you like have the unlimited boost. You can go for like 20, uh, 20 stalls from the other side of the map and then, you know, do a pogo as, as it lands. Like you can do so many things because you have that unlimited boost. But in the uh, actual game, when you have your hunch, it's like, all right, you got like three flip resets. Cool. <laughs> I don't really care. <laughs> like awesome. But also, you know, those are bronzes. It, it literally, it's like it didn't look any better than what you did previously. Yeah. I mean, with us saying this, people are going to be like, oh, what do you the freestyle community? So, like, that's the first response yeah. that I feel like we're going to have. I um, devil's but, advocated for, like, a split second, though. So, And it know, was a fair one. We, that's a fair we covered one. all the points on this podcast. We're fine. Yep. <laughs> um, we cover all the points all the time. Uh, <laughs> as to that yeah. last bit, sorry, I uh, just yeah. wanted to touch on, like, the free play thing. The idea where, like, the having your own ball uh came from was like echo vr i don't know if you guys are familiar but it's kind of mm. like an ultimate frisbee game you can play in vr okay. and they have like an online free play system where you come into like a field and there's a net that you can shoot at and there's like a fr- a disc that's in there but then also like as a player you have a option to like spawn your own disc and it just like despawns after no one's touched it for like a couple seconds. Mm-hmm. I love that. And so that's like interesting. Yeah. You can just jump in and like practice some max. You, like there's voice comms in it and stuff. And you just like practice your stuff. And then when you want to queue into a game, you just go like to the queue button. Um, I think you might even be able to do that while you queue. So like mm-hmm. that, that would be an interesting way to do it. As I well. think yeah. it, like on this point, if they really wanted to make it uh, something where you're just in free play, but you're with other people, which honestly I wouldn't, I would not hate. That'd be kind of cool. Um, they could even do something where it's um, like you have the option to spawn in your own ball that the other players can't see. It's an entirely Ooh. local ball um, where it's just like, yeah, I want free play, but I want to see other people on the field. Um, I want to pr- practice my mechanics, but I want to be able to press the buttons that I press in free play and have the ball launch to me or come to the, the, the fr- roof of my car. Like even something like that would make training and make uh, free play kind of less um, claustrophobic in the odd way that it can be sometimes. So, cause then there's other people and there, there are so many ways that you could do these really, really interesting uh, fun things to make playing by yourself and practicing next and doing kind of nothing um, available to doing this with the group, doing this with other people. We've been saying for years that free play, you should be able to free play with your party. And this would just kind of be that, but with uh, your party, with other people, with, with all that stuff. So, cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, I think we can move on now. Uh, we're gonna jump right into e- esports here. Um, yeah. Who'd have thought if you put uh, you know Archie and Drovers on a team, you'd <laughs> wow, you do well. Um, no, this. I mean, listen. I mean, I, I'll say it myself. I feel like there's there's almost a new air. Okay. There's a new there's there's more oxygen in the EU space right now. Um, okay, I'm gonna yes. This is why I this is why I have a podcast. Uh, <laughs> I just like to say that uh, I think there it's cool that EU kind of has even with like some of these bigger orgs kind of moving over. EU still feels like it has very strong lineups. Um, Team BDS is not performing where I thought they would be. 
I mean, but to be fair, this is where like Quadrant came in with Relating Wave and Ixu and Cash, where it's like, this is not mm-hmm. a team I would expect to make top four, but they did. I don't know if either of you have any thoughts on it. Um, seeing the names, I'm honestly not surprised. Um, the Ixu Cash, I think, is a really interesting duo. And then adding Relating Wave to this um, just makes a lot of sense to me. And I, I love... Seeing I mean, like, like this. they them beating BDS in a like seven game series is is. I mean, Incredible. I guess I guess that's that's still like okay, like TBS didn't do that poorly, right? But mm-hmm. um, anyway, Quadrant Quadrant did great, uh, mm-hmm. and yes, and yeah. keep going. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I don't I don't know. That's kind of kind of what I say because like I've always been or I've not always been, but for the past little bit um, since Cash was on K Core. Um, I've really liked him as a player and liked his pop-off potential and like such that in the way that he does so because it's such an extreme sense where it's kind of like you're either full hundred or like you're fifty. You're you're a really good player normally as a or you're like average pro or you're just one of the best. And then Ixo and Relating Wave are like Ixo's been in the uh, on the scene for years and years and years, and so is Relating Wave. So putting these three together is uh, I'm happy to see that they work. Um, or they have shown the possibility. And I'm wondering if there's room for improvement or if this might have been just a, a one-off, like, hey, they, they popped off. Um, but seeing more from this is going to be something that I'm very excited to to watch. I know. I, I think I was watching... Um, well, I listened to Greg and talk about this a little bit. Uh, he was running through the replays on his stream. I don't know. It looked like... BDS might have been play, was playing under their peak for sure, potentially just kind of riding off the high of worlds and then maybe not getting as many hours in. Um, but it was still a very impressive win for them to get. It'll be interesting to see if they can keep it up because I guess they'll get a free, they'll get into the next uh, cup, I guess, mm-hmm. for sure now. They get free qual into it. Yeah. Um, and that's just part of what I mean by uh, just the, whether or not they're going to start improving or if they're going to settle down to a little bit less. Because with a team like this, I would potentially expect them to be in the top eight range, uh, like in that five through eight, maybe in the seven through nine um, area where they're competing for um, like competing for the top eight, competing for racket. But we're not exactly sure if they'll be able to make it. Um but with the potential of the upsets, potential of like popping off, potential of all of this, so that's that's what I what I mean by I really want to see more from them, um, because if they can take this and be like, all right, now we have all of these things to analyze, we have all of these things to look at, we we know we're starting to figure out how to work together as every single other team here is, um, we'll we'll see a, probably some changes, but um, again, I am excited to see where it continues because. I do like cash. I mean, another yeah. interesting you were one always to look at. for like money. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, another interesting, I guess, uh, matchup to look at is the semis in the top with mm-hmm. moist versus Carmine, uh, mm-hmm. because you end up with astral and Vitira playing their old squads. Yeah. <laughs> and Carmine just taking that with the four one was it, impressive. I'm very happy about this. Did you guys think it was going to go that way? <laughs> I don't think I didn't expect it, but I'm also very heavily tilted towards one side. So, <laughs> listen from, from the stories that I'm like seeing here, I'm just kind of disappointed that Team BDS and G1 didn't make it through. 
because uh, them playing each other in the semis would have been a great story. Um, oh, but you know mm-hmm. what? Oxygen and, and Quadra making through was a story in of itself. And I, like, I think we're just going to establish a new kind of top eight, which I think is going to be really cool. I, I, I like I'm looking at these teams and like maybe I'm being unfair to Tundra, but like I, I'm, I'm definitely seeing most of these other teams are, are probably going to be the top eight they're going to see for a while now. <sighs> I'm not disagree. even entirely sure. What, if that's what, what, true. what other team? What teams are missing from this from this top eight that you feel are gonna maybe Solary? Okay, Evil Dream. Solary, okay. All right, all right. There agree. are some other teams. I, I expect Solary <laughs> to stay top sixteen for sure, but I don't yeah. know if I see them getting top eight consistently. Personally. Yeah, I, I don't. They could, um, but you know that that's the the grandpa team. Um, all of the all of the ancients, the ancient uh, all thing. of the ancients. <laughs> The ancient forces are coming back. We'll see if they, you know, are able to really show up. But um, I'm kind of looking at something like Algiri, and that's a team that I could, in in a weird way, um, see doing very, very well. Um, I don't want to undermine... Eh, no, I'm just kind of looking at it. Um, Monkeys is a team that I would love to see do well. Like I would love if Arju and Matane uh, are able to like really, really pop off. So maybe, but that's just me being a fan. And then Sonics, like Sonics is actually a very, very good team with Omak Boy and Metza. Um, so anybody that made that nine through 11 placement, um, I'm not saying that they necessarily would be able to but there is that potential especially with Algiri specifically those are the those that's the team that i'm looking at the most um, i'm just waiting for like everything i just said and then i just see like uh next next uh tournament it's just guild esports <laughs> evil genius is solary uh, top four i'm like okay well I don't <laughs> um but no that's great that's great okay any any final thoughts on the uh, eu uh, region here uh-huh. i think one thing that really came out was that uh, kickoffs are a place that people need to work on because mm. the number there were a lot of kickoff goals this weekend and in the finals on its own I think Carmine gave up a lot on kickoff goals. Mm-hmm. And uh, is there like ways specifically that they're abused like for like in this, in this case like how how do the uh, how do oxygen like work that in like what was the speci- do you, do you know like what their strategy was specifically? I don't know specifically. Uh, webs to you? No, I I can't think of. I think it like, has to do, like I I don't know specifically, but I know it has to do with the person who goes for the boost, um, and the way that they cheat up. That a lot of teams are just being lazy and playing too fast, like coming around mm-hmm. the corner and coming up onto the wall a bit, or coming out too wide, like almost coming out of the corner boost, looking at the mid boost. Mm-hmm. And the teams that are doing it well are sacrificing a bit of speed to make sure that when they're at the boost, they're already pointed towards the middle of the field. Mm-hmm. And it allows them to get to that next ball quicker and is just allowing that second touch to come in faster and just like set up kickoff goals is what my I'm, understanding. What um, I'm wondering, and this might just be like completely wrong. Um, so this is just me thinking in terms of what I, what I'm aware of right now. Um, I'm wondering if they might be doing more of a twos-based kickoff with the the one who cheats um, generally because cheating, or maybe not even actually cheating uh, hard, because cheating in twos, um, especially in EU and especially with the ones players, what ends up happening is they'll 
do a soft cheat off to the side behind the players so that they're both cheating and in that position that you the person who is at boost would, will go um so they it, it's kind of weird because they follow the boost path path end up with extra boost um because the kick out is likely uh if people are controlling the, the the ball instead of just it stopping dead so you don't need somebody just driving straight at the ball it's more likely to kick out and then if it does kick out towards you you're already there but if it uh and you can just be- beat anybody that's trying to hard cheat but if the ball um goes to a corner then you're already in position to go for a boost so i'm wondering if that might be part of it but i'm not entirely sure if uh if that was there like i'm just thinking about it in retrospect but wasn't thinking about it actively. Eliza, do you have any thoughts on that? Or you're not? You're I, not sure. you have I'm not that. sure if it was exactly that. I was watching a bit of Dragon's stream once again, where he was mm-hmm. breaking that down um, a little bit, but I was like more listening than watching. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So I just, I just didn't get it completely in, but yeah. that's possible for sure. Yeah, it was me just kind of like thinking about the potential of what they could be doing for what I know, less than actually thinking about what was there. <laughs> so um, sure. could be completely off base. But yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, th- I think I think all that's uh, great stuff. Um, okay, I think right now because I I feel like we've uh, omitted this for a while. Like I understand the producer was on the show uh to to get some of these questions in but i think i think we should probably uh go through the question is i I haven't even had to (laughs) to uh like uh you know tell people about the questions because we haven't gone through (laughs) enough of them for me to be able to say um one can i just uh cut in one thing before we move completely out of the esports corner um (laughs) one other event that happened this weekend was the closed qual for the next na event Mm-hmm. And so, without spending too much time on it, no, go on, go to uh, the teams that are not qualified <laughs> to join the top eight from the last event are NRG, Complexity, uh, who both went three and zero in the closed qual. Then Dignitas, Rogue, Twenty Six Rising, Nefarious, uh, Team Axel, and Ghost Gaming. The most notable parts here are that uh, the Knights, Luminosity, Dark Zero, and Charlotte Phoenix, as well as Exet, did not make it. Mm-hmm. This time through, um, Dark Zero specifically being the team with the four-time Rip Turbo. And because the third event, the uh, Cup? No, I forget exactly what it's called, but the third ter- regional will be invite only. Uh, a bunch of these teams will not be able to play in it. Mm. So like Turbo will not be able to play in another RLCS event until the end of January when the winter spritz, when the winter open starts. Are we sure about that? Yeah. Um, Yeah. They didn't make it to the first regional or the second one. And the last one is only the top 16 in RLCS points. So those next uh, four slots are certainly not going to anybody who hasn't already made it and isn't going to the next major. Are, Are we sure about that? What do you mean by next four slots? There's still four slots available. I'm just look, looking through uh, the Liquipedia currently, and only 12 of the 16 have uh, secured their invites. So some of them haven't been secured yet. Teams like, uh, I think, Axel, or like Axel, Nefarious, 26 Rising, even Rogue, teams that didn't make it to the top mm-hmm. eight or, or might be making it into this regional for the first time have like the opportunity but haven't made it yet, if that makes okay. sense. 
Um, Uh, But any team that hasn't made it to the top 16 here and hasn't like confirmed it yet cannot make it to the next one because they can't make any more points, right? Okay, that makes sense. Um, Just a small correction. Axel has made it, but the other ones you're correct have not. Okay, sorry. Yeah. yeah. I I think it's still cool. I mean, it's that in between that we didn't have last year where we need some kind of consistency. Um, I know it's like unfair to to maybe the teams lower, but I do like when we tend to actually are able to create storylines and not just like a random 32, mm-hmm. which some it's like sometimes it fell into that trap. Um, not that. Yeah. We're never going to have franchising. Well, maybe one day, but um, it is, it is some amount of consistency, especially newer viewers, right? If they just get into like a new team that they saw the first time, like you'll actually be seeing them more and more. Yeah. Um, so I, I think it's a good thing. Like, in general, but it's not a good thing for, I'm sure, the players, right? I'm sure yeah. the players don't like it. <laughs> and let me say, especially because the uh, this first tournament is potentially the most important one, because this also determines seeding, uh, to my knowledge, for the next Invitational, which means that they just bypass the entire um, seeding process or uh, qualifier process. Pardon me? What? Sorry. Because the uh, the seating um, was done based off the panel for the last uh, like for this invitational, but uh, I believe they're using this invitational and this entire split as their new seating process. Um, Do you mean for the open? Or like uh, in the winter? Yes, for the winter winter split. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Mm-hmm. So that that's part of why this this uh, split matters so much and performing well here does because it also will directly translate to the next one based off that seating. Yes, well that'll be for the top eight, but there'll still be an open qualifier to get yes. like yeah. the nine through sixteen slots. Okay, yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be fun. There's a lot going on. <laughs> Lots of fun stuff. Yep. Uh, I agree. Okay, the first question we got here, uh, actually, we've answered that question. I didn't delete it. Wow. Um, <laughs> in what game modes are the points of the scoreboard most accurate with how well you played? We'll start with Eliza. I feel like I'd have to say ones mm-hmm. because that's like there's literally no other factors. Um, the only. Unless you're like really playing defense, like I guess you can manipulate it by like farming saves. You've like played defense really hard, but even then you're playing well. So yeah, I'd have to go with ones. It has the mm-hmm. least variance through extra players. Yep. Uh, in order, I, in my opinion, at least it goes ones is most accurate than twos and threes. Just clearly, someone can be playing in threes in the midfield the entire time, waiting for a pass and cutting off the potential passing plays. Maybe not uh, getting saves, maybe not getting goals, but just being there for potential passes, potential potential things, and just positioning correctly while basically not touching the ball and end up with like 150 points. But they still were one of the main uh, main contributors in a threes game. But in ones and twos, it's like no, you just didn't touch the ball. Like you just got beat. Um, but ones is also more important or points are, are more accurate than twos because of what Eliza is saying where like, there's no real way to properly manipulate um, because you're still playing well at that point. You just have to always touch the ball. You have to make those final saves. Whereas in twos, it's like, no, I was rotating back with the person. Maybe got a demo and let my teammate go for a solo, solo play on a, on a goal. And I was just like demoing who knows. Um, so th- that's how I would say it. Ones is the most accurate twos is next. And then threes is the least. 
Uh, Zero, what do thing- you think about it? Uh, I think in threes it's the most accurate, and uh, the reason I think this uh, is because I always have the most points, so I must be the best player. Fair, fair. Uh, <laughs> uh, what, I, what I would like to say with all this um, that you may may or may not find interesting is the next question. Wow, there's there's mm-hmm. some uh, s- synchronicity here. Uh, yep. Um, but the next question is, what's the least accurate? Maybe we can get into extra game modes, right? When it comes to extra game modes, I'm, I'm changing because you, you gave your answers, like your serious <laughs> answers to this. Um, but for extra game modes, um, what do you feel like? How? What's the best way to accurately judge who the best player is? Is it or on the scoreboard? How do you? How accurate is it? Mm-hmm. Um, so drop shot is one of the least accurate because you might have just been getting the last touches. Uh, but the other person might be passing it to you. Maybe the uh, the person was like hitting the goals, but goals don't matter in drop shot. All that matters is, the, is how many times the ball hit the ground on the other side when you touched it last. So I think drop shot is the least accurate. However, it does have a pretty strong correlation. Okay. Um, I can't speak for Snow Day. Rumble is fairly accurate, surprisingly. Um, there's no real issues that I can think of with how the scoreboard shows up because like even if you are taking that super defensive role in rumble it's rumble so you still have to be making saves you still have to be doing all this because of the potential of a power hitter because of the potential of a punch a spike getting past two teammates and it's like all right they froze it but i still have to make the save um and that's even if you are that super defensive uh, last man the two man is still going to be getting a lot because of demos because there's so many potential passes like rumble i think is actually very accurate with uh with points weirdly enough um hoops hoops is a funny one i'm trying yeah, to figure hoops out is weird hoops. i don't know hoops so, or snow day it it because i think defensive consistency in hoops and just being able to to hit the ball away from your own net yes is in itself a skill that isn't really measured but should be <laughs> yeah, prob- well, so that's so, not true do you want to say why or sigh you go ahead um, let me go first yeah yeah so uh as far as just like snow day goes, I think that is probably the most likely because it's basically synonymous to threes. Like it, everything's the same as threes um, in snow day, except you're playing with a puck. So like that, it, it's a mm-hmm. little different. Mm-hmm. Um, then I'd say rumble. Then in between hoops and drop shot, the reasoning being that drop in hoops, the goal is a hoop. So you're trying to mm-hmm. aim downwards. That being said, the logic in the coding for yeah. how it gives your uh, centers and and your shots and your saves is all still based on there being a goal in the back of the wall, like just below the square on the backboard. So even if you play out of your mind and you get a crazy amount of saves and stuff like you're not getting credited Mm -hmm. most of the time. So it's pretty inaccurate in that regard. Yep. And I, I'm not entirely sure how, like, that's exactly what I was going to say. It's the shots and saves. Like, they don't work um, in the way that you would necessarily expect. And also because of that, you can actually run up your points if you're just hitting the ball away from the uh, the hoop as it's rolling to it when there's no threat of a shot um, <laughs> in that very weird circumstance. Um, that happens a lot in, in the lower ranks for sure. But um, the other thing is I'm not sure how clears necessarily work because i don't know if um they are tied just because of how clears work in the normal game modes like the uh like your standard things um i think they're roughly the size of the hoop 
if you scale down to the size of the map. So to get a clear, you kind of have to get the clear from it being above the hoop. Um, I'm not entirely sure about that, but I think that's probably how it works. And to get the center, it would be similar. Um, so even getting a clear doesn't work in the same way. It doesn't actually, it isn't correct because if you're clearing it off the wall or even clearing it off the back wall, if it's off to the side, like above your boost, you're not, you're probably not getting points for that outside of just the touch. Um, when that is a usually pretty threatening spot, or if it's in the aerial mid, uh, ish, if you're in the higher levels, like that is extremely threatening, but you're not getting anything for it. So I, I feel like hoops is probably the most, the least accurate, the higher you go, but also the lower you go in the mid spot. Maybe it's the one at the same time, though, accurate. as you get higher, you're like, you're getting more touches. Like typically right? it's weird. It's get weird to the end and they still have a lot. <laughs> yeah. So, but it's, it's a somewhere lot between but, but hoops and drop shot for the least accurate, which yeah. was the question. Yes. <laughs> we're, we're not sure about that one. Uh, which game modes have the most accurate points to skill i can't believe that we spent like 15 minutes on that yeah uh, <laughs> question to answer thank you paint and uh tim for those questions uh, there's one more here right uh from chosen uh which is uh great if the post ga- uh, game scoreboard was more detailed what statistics would you like to see uh i think this is a great one uh yeah. kind of jumping off of what we just talked about uh wabs do you want to take it first i'll take i'll take it at the end so okay, wabs, okay. Do you want to go first i want a full scoreboard i want like ball touches i want clears i want saves i want demos i want like how much boost was used how much boost was taken how much boost on the opponent side was taken so how much was stolen um how much how much boost giant was boost pads was taken how many yeah like how many smalls versus big small ones <laughs> I want everything. I want all of that information because that would be so, so like you could literally track your, I almost want positioning, like how much time did you spend in each part of the fields? Because that that's also tracked. We know from like things like, is it rocket tracker, um, RL tracker, ball chasing. Um, there, there were a couple of them that did that. And we know that that stuff's tracked, uh, or at least it can be tracked. Um, so like even average power of hit, even though that wouldn't be good, but <laughs> uh, average power of hit, how much time on ball uh, per touch, how many touches went to a teammate, that would that's actually kind of number one. Um, so many things. I want so many things on this. Even if it's I just think like, it'd be cool to have like an end of game screen. Once again, kind of coming back to like League of Legends, but yeah. their end of game screen is awesome. You can pull up graphs, you can see everything, mm-hmm. but the in-game screen is still uh, concise. Yes. Which I find nice, like you just see what you've killed and your score. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be good to have something similar. Like I really think the in-game scoreboard in Rocket League pretty much has everything you need, except mm-hmm. for I think it'd be fun. I think like the addition of bumps would be the only thing I would yeah. add personally. Uh, but I don't also don't know if I'd add that in-game so much as that being something you can track after the game because yeah. it could get toxic if you add it in-game. <laughs> I think but I do think an in-game that. scoreboard that has like more info would be awesome yeah keep in um, mind all the things that i said were for end of game i don't want anything to change yeah. with end game <laughs> wait you're saying i would love the, the bumps and demos that game what are we gonna do then <laughs> <laughs> what is our life then um no i think i think all oh, that's a fair point uh okay um from here oh no wait did you I, I think the one thing I want to add was uh the the one thing that I feel like should always be included in a list like this. Are we ready for it? Mm-hmm. I feel okay, and I mean, say what you want, all right, but I feel like um 
saves that should have been saved uh, is the stat <laughs> I want. Um, as well as uh, empty net, like but like where I can just empty find out misses. if there was if there's a point where you hit the ball and there's no one near the net, like a certain amount, and just tell me how many like empty nets someone missed. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be beautiful. Oh, that's hilarious. I want an own goal tracker. That's great. They they do track own goals. I want that shown. <laughs> own goals? Yeah, yeah. I, I want my career own goals. That's really yeah, the, yeah. the stat that I want. Show me my zero goals. Show me my zero goals. No, that's that's absolutely great. No, that's 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 amazing. Okay. Um I think that'll be it for the questions. Who was that? Uh, thank you, Chosen, once again mm-hmm. for that question. Um as we're running out the show, I know it's a little faster this week, but Elias, you are on the show. All right. Um, and I know last time there's Ty Swiggles, but it's also Tim and like, you know, Tim just like talks a lot. So you didn't get as much chance. Is, I want the final topic to be your choice. Is there something that you'd like to talk about when it comes to Rocket League that you feel like maybe we miss on the show sometimes? Oh boy, I'm being put on the spot. Mm-hmm. No Most important question in your life. No preparation. You have to figure it out now. Well, I like, I mean, it's, it's just the same pressure as like when you play, you know? Is it the same pressure when you, because the, okay, I disagree. It's the opposite pressure is when you play. Oh, wow, this is not like, that was not an invitation to then have. <laughs> yeah, I know it wasn't, but I took it out. <laughs> I want you to know. <laughs> because it's the opposite pressure when you play. Because when you play, you don't feel pressure. You kind of sometimes do if you're thinking about it, but this is the whole point of flow state. Whole Someone point of flow state. You're under pressure. Exactly. Like. Dun, 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 dun. Um, <laughs> no, I'm, I think I'm blanking on it right now. I don't have anything more to add. I think we've covered a lot of good stuff this week. Let's go. Um, but I'll I'll start a I'll start a post-it note on my uh, <laughs> like on the side of my monitor just in Get case. Ready for next time, yeah. Next time it comes up, I'll be ready. Okay, no worries. Awkward part at the end of the interview. No worries. Do you have any other shout out then, uh, Elias? While we're while we're out of here, red carpet. Uh, Anyone to shout out? Yeah. Any 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 shout outs? Uh, Shout out to Gregan because he does good Mm -hmm. stuff on the stuff. Watch out his watch his Twitch. He has great content. If you want to know anything about esports and Mm -hmm. uh, game analysis. Amazing. Okay. Uh, I think we'll end it there. Um, What we do have is homework for the week. And your homework on the week uh, is to listen to Tom O'Dell. Okay. All his albums. He's great. Nice. Uh, (laughs) All of them by next week. All of them. Yeah. Every single one report back to me. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, We expect a ranking. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Uh, Yes. Go tell her now. Um, so with that in mind, which our pre-show and Robin Kyle show for the last couple of weeks has been brought to you by. Uh, with that in mind, uh, we'll leave it here. I hope all of you have a great one. We'll see you all next week. Peace. Bye. Bye.